Yes, that's right. Well, did you no. miss us? Honestly, did you miss us? The probably not. <laughs> honestly, probably not. I mean, I've been doing a few shows here and there, but I I didn't miss myself. What the fuck? Off to a great start. Welcome back, everybody, to the She Leet Showcase. Technically, episode eleven, but also no, it's eleven. Okay, 11, 10 and 1, 11. So, technically 11, but also a new show, kind of. We're back. That's all that matters. It's season 2, episode 11. No, season, season 2. two. That, <laughs> oh, yes. that was our pilot season. <laughs> season 2. God, what a long intro. I am your hostess with the mostest, Katie Kinsey, baby. Hey, bae. There has been a name change. I still like it, but you you should have included that the all elite Katie Katie all or elite. Katie Kinsey. All elite Katie Kinsey. The all babe. elite. Yes. I mean, I am. I am all elite now. It's crazy. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Joined with me, of course, my lovely co-host. <clears throat> The Young Bucks Nation sensation, the fire-breathing Cody Rhodes eaten spice of life, the sassiest senorita that I know, everyone's favorite Jericho, Miss Y2 Garcia Savannah. How you doing, baby? I missed this intro. I heard these intros because they change a little every time, but I love it. I love that sometimes it's Jericho one day, but then it's the Tanahashi loving the next I, day. I think I'm going to keep it with everyone's favorite Jericho. I think it, it fits. It's It slides on in. I think it's good. Like, does it now? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, if you don't want me to call you that, I won't. No, I, I don't even take offense. I don't like... I'm like, it, it's not like you're wrong. <laughs> uh but uh we've been gone for about a month. Uh what's been going on been in a... your life? Um well I well I actually had started school before we had left, but school became a little more hectic <laughs> since then, but not too hectic to stop me from coming on. So Exactly. I make sure I do my homework before <laughs> We start recording instead of after because I do have stuff due Thursdays, but I'm as of now I'm gonna start making sure I do them before. There we go. There we go. Yeah, and it's been a pretty long week, but I have been looking forward to this, so it's kind of what kept me going this week. Because I'm like, I still we still have the show. We're coming back now. Back. So We're better so than ever. No bad days can take me down from that. Hell no. No bad days. Oh, and I got my flu shot, but... Okay, well, that's... <laughs> I mean, that's that's what the red thing on my arm is. That's a good band -aid. thing. I mean, it, you can't then, really tell. Yeah. It's because the thing, the microphone screen's blocking it. But, um... Sorry, did you hear that? Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Well, what a great first show back. It's like, 
my very the very first show I hit the mic so many times I just had to bring some nostalgia <laughs> it's a little bit of nostalgia never hurt nobody yeah. it's fine I'll, um, let me I'll just say really quick that the nurse who did it did a pretty bad job because I remember it lifted a bit and when I looked there was like blood all over the cotton thing I'm like I don't think there's supposed to be that much blood from a vaccine but no. I'm still alive so <laughs> still alive like, we it, don't it, know it usually... for how much longer but I mean I've survived COVID and I've been as medic all my life that's true so... shout out and this was before vaccines were happening when I got COVID, so... Also if true. Can, if I can beat it, then I think I'll beat the flu shot and I think how you can bad the nurse injected it. I think you can beat it all. Now, before we, like, jump into the show show, we gotta talk about a few things. One, that intro you heard in the beginning, that music yes. was made by our good friend, Justin. He's at Heel Tactics on Twitter. Um, his at will be in the description of the video uh, if you watch this on our YouTube uh, or live on Twitch but it's not like in the description for Twitch but twitch.tv slash showcase all one word and he did such a great job he did the music for my new Japan show which I when Katie sent it to me I literally marked the fuck out I was so excited and like right after I heard it, I'm like, I need to start working on the logo. And I started, but I haven't finished it. But I'm getting but there. But you'll finish it. It's okay. Yes, uh, I will finish it. Justin made the intro for this for the New Japan Takeover, which is Savannah's New Japan show. Um, inside the mind of the podcast I do, which the first episode will be out on Monday. Oh, and also sorry, but I did not change the name. <laughs> I was like, I know people shot out suggestions on our last episode. And I was like, I'll take them into consideration, and I'm gonna be honest. That's fine. I didn't. I didn't because I was overflown with schoolwork. So it's, it's all good. I I like the name honestly. And he also uh, made the music for the collab show we'll be doing uh, starting next month, probably. Ooh. Yeah. That's October. I know. Spooky season. So you have a monster. I said, are we going to have a monster? Uh, I already have a monster. Right here. <laughs> oh, next month it's Kenny's birthday. We can have Kenny, except he's so expensive just to talk to. So. Next month is a lot of people's birthdays. Yeah, that's true. We'll have everybody on. It'll be one big Zoom call. <gasps> um, yeah, the collab show is called In the Crowd, by the way, in case you were wondering. I like that. Uh, that came from Matt, so shout out to Matt Ritter. For coming up with that name thing. Thanks. Thank you, Matt. Um, and if you're watching the video, you'll see two numbers on the screen. Um, it is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, that number is 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. And it also has the website you can go to. And I also have the Crisis Text Line. If you text HELLO to 741 741 um just uh, september is national uh suicide awareness month and something we're going to talk about in the news and rumor stuff it kind of relates to that and i also just want to it, it let people know that there is options out there just just to talk to somebody there's help when you feel like you are alone and there's no one there. There always is. Exactly. 
Um, and personally speaking, uh, recently had a little bit of a meltdown, and I reached out to someone I grew very close with, uh, and it, it helps tremendously. That's I'll, I'll leave it at that for now, but I will come back to it in a few minutes when we get to it in the news and rumors, which I will start right now. So, like, so, we've been, so we've been gone for like a month. I'm not going to yeah, do sure. uh, everything that has been going on in the past month or so. That'd be a lot. That would be too much. That'd be the entire show. So we're not going to do that. The news and rumors show. Like that kind of thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll start with, uh, I kind of just did things that I saw that happened within the past week or so. Samoa Joe released, uh, or relinquished, that's the word, relinquished the NXT title that he won at TakeOver 36. 36. Um, due to injury, um, and he'll be out for a undisclosed amount of time, he doesn't really know. And that kind of will lead into some of my points later. Because the way I take notes is I do it how things pop up on my timeline. Or so anytime I see something, I'll write it down. So they go in order of the week. So that's why I don't have anything that happened with NXT immediately after. In case anyone was actually wondering how I... There's a method to my madness, people, I swear. Yeah. I swear there is. Um, at Death Before Dishonor, so it's the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, we saw the youngest... And I believe first Ring of Honor Women's Champ, not Women of Honor, no, Ring of Honor Women's Champ, um, Roxy, she's 19. Well, I'm 20, so let me just, <laughs> dang, she's out here winning titles. Yeah, out here winning titles. And At 19. At 19, and it was a whole tournament, too, like, they didn't just, like, have one match and be like, here you go, kid. No, like, she busted her ass in a tournament uh Maria Canellis is the one who gave her the title after the match it was very it was very cool to see and she got a lot of like recognition on Twitter um Brit yeah Baker I saw her up. I saw like I saw like on my Instagram feed everyone was talking about it she she made history she did in multiple ways and yeah I I love that. I love that this younger this younger generation, which I'm 25, I guess I can kind of say that. This younger generation, more so of wrestlers, are making a name and staking their claim, and they're killing it. Yeah. that's I, It's incredible, and it just shows that, like, you know, it doesn't matter kind of like the whole age is just a number thing, it, and, like, in this case especially, like, it is, because, you know, she's 19, and guess... What, she's the champ now, bitch? <laughs> she's the champ now, bitches? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's just so cool. And another cool thing I saw that's actually happening uh, this upcoming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe, down in Tennessee. It is the Knockout Knockdown for Impact. Cool. So, kind of like how NWA had Empower, this is an yeah. all-female pay-per-view. They have a female ring announcer... And a female commentary team, which consists of, I can't remember the one, but Mickey James and then uh, Veda Scott is also 
on the commentary team. And Veda's done a few commentary things with AEW, I think for Dark, back when it first started. So we, uh, Veda, Veda's great. And Mickey fucking James. Like, yeah. Can't you know, after, that. like, didn't she, ex- she was the executive producer, like, one of them for Empower, right? Yes. So, yeah, there you go. So, um, and with that, there was, uh, well, they're dedicating a match. It's called the Monsters Ball Match. And it is to honor Daphne. Now, uh, we weren't, uh, we, our show was on hiatus. We were trying to redo everything when the Daphne situation happened. That's also one of the reasons I have these numbers on the screen. Mental health. I am. A, I have been and will always be a huge advocate for mental health. Sometimes you just need to talk to somebody, like we said. And, hell, you can even talk to me. Even if you don't know me personally. Slide in my DMs and if you need to talk. I'm always here to listen. Um, as someone who does go to Katie when I need someone, yeah, I can confirm she is massive help. Well, thank you. Um, but I love that because she, Daphne competed in the first Monsters Ball match in Impact, and now that they're dedicating this match to her at this upcoming women's pay-per-view. So, I love that. It's, I mean, that's like, it's a very somber thing, but... Yeah, for sure. I like that they're still honoring her legacy. That's all we can really ask for. In not so somber news, we're gonna bring we're gonna bring the energy back up. The draft is back. Yeah, WWE draft is back. Which I get, COVID has been an issue, but like I think um I think it was like Kyle who had said this like on when when you would like do the raw recaps and stuff like when you would do a recap of every single show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who was like talking about how. Um, like, having a draft, like, literally, like, one month before Survivor Series where the two brands go head-to-head, it's like, how are you supposed to show, like, you know, oh, I'm SmackDown, you know, I'm all Team SmackDown when you've been on Raw for the last, like, year and a half, you know, and you get drafted to SmackDown, like... Yeah. So, like, I I just wish they wouldn't do it in October. I just, like... I mean, originally, I think it was, it was already, like, slated for October, um, or maybe it could have been September. I don't remember. I was talking to Vince about it not that long ago. Um, but October, I, I just, it's, at least it's the beginning. At least it's like October first, and then the following Monday. I just, I just think it should happen. This is just a personal opinion, but I think the best time for the draft to happen is when they did the Superstar Shakeup after WrestleMania. It's like a clean slate. That's what they kind of build up everything for. WrestleMania is the biggest show, so you're starting clean, have a draft right after that, you know? I, and I then, mean, I so agree. by the time by the time November for Survivor Series comes when they're going head to head, you know, at least you could say, okay, I've been on Raw since April. So rather than, oh, just last month I got drafted. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like they did that one Survivor Series. I, mean, I could what? very well be wrong, like with the what? whole like I've only been on this show X amount of time. I think it was like when AJ first got moved to SmackDown. 
maybe i i very well could be wrong i don't remember i just remember i think i think i think i know i know what you're talking about i i know what you're talking about i just don't remember who it was and what brand it was that they were like barely being drafted to exactly uh matt says that uh the draft is a complete jesus waste of time and it loses all its significance if you don't honor the brand split that's true that is very true. He also asked if anyone else's feed froze. Uh, are you... Does, did it freeze on your end? Sven? Um, no, sorry. I thought you were talking, like, to anyone else in the chat, but no, it didn't. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought like, you were, It's, I thought it's still moving on my end, so that's why I'm just, like, making sure. Oh, yeah, no, 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 it's still... It didn't freeze for me, but I thought you were asking, like, anyone else in the chat, so that's why I didn't answer. I was like, oh, you're <laughs> not talking fine. to me. <clears throat> you're fine. Um... So, and this kind of relates to the draft. Um, on Monday night, we saw Big E cash in his money in the bank contract on the former almighty Ooh. WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Which I loved. I just wish it was a surprise. I know, like, my dad kind of made a good point like it was probably for ratings because of monday night football so they're like okay to compete with it so they were like okay we gotta we gotta you know we gotta bring something in so i guess that's why they had him announce oh i'm gonna cash in on raw but let me just tell you if it was a surprise that would have been like if it would have been a surprise holy shit i but think like, i would have marked out more but i kind of but since i knew uh, yeah i mean i marked out for a multitude of reasons one biggie fucking deserved this it's this long overdue. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit Kofi or discount him for like everything he's done. But I think it should have happened before Kofi Mania happened. But I guess Kofi, when so he was since he was just a replacement for Ali for that Elimination Chamber match, and the crowd loved him so much. I think that's why they did Kofi before. But I, you know, I think Big E's was like way even before that. Like he should have had a singles title. Uh, Justin Ghetto in the chat. What's up? What's good? Um, What's up, Justin. I think I think this was the perfect time because we got Kofi Mania. Now we have this moment with Biggie next is Xavier Woods possibly winning King of the Ring or a US title. Give it to me please. But the, the one of the coolest things about Biggie winning this is the first time that the WWE championship like the big belt has went from one black superstar to another. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Shit, I didn't There's know that. only been three or four, depending on, like, what belt you count, um, like, male, like, black champ, like, WWE champions. I very well could be wrong. Someone can correct me if I am wrong. But to my knowledge, last time I saw, there's only been, like, three or four. I think it was four, because I think they made an Instagram post about it. I think it was, like, The Rock, Mark Henry, Kofi Kingston, and now Biggie. So, four. And I, I, see, I, I don't remember, I saw something about Booker T being on that list, too. That's true, but I think, again, going back to what title you're... Exactly. I think, I think that's what it is, is which title. That's the, that's the caveat there. Mm -hmm. Um, so, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Biggie. And now he's back on Raw with the the New Day. Day. Exactly. If you count the WWE Championship, it's four counting The Rock. Thank you, Matt. 
This is this is why we this is why we do this live. Not Mark Henry or Booker T. Wait, then who am I missing? I'm not gonna be able to figure this out right now. <laughs> Just type it. Oh, Bob! How the fuck did I forget Bobby Lashley? Oh my god! <laughs> you know the that just goes to show how much we were so happy for Biggie because we forgot the damn former I'm a champion. Fucking idiot is what I am. Like that's, that's fun. Well, that's the show, guys. That I'm quitting. <laughs> All right, we're logging off. Exactly. God damn it! Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot like the freaking guy he cashed in on. I'm, I'm done. I'm moving on. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself. No, I'm mad at myself too. I didn't even think of that either. I literally didn't even think about Bobby Lashley, who was literally just fucking. NXT 2.0 <laughs> happened. Yes. Did you watch it? I caught some of it. I wasn't able to watch all of it. What? Okay, so from what you saw, what did you think? Well, what I did see was my favorite couple. No, not Index. I'm talking about Champa and Goldie are back together. <laughs> okay, no, but okay. No, but okay. Also, um, I saw the Index wedding, which I thought was absolutely great. Dexter I... finally spoke. I know, and Candace, Mommy Candace, and oh. Dad Johnny. Johnny Dad, I don't know which one. Papa Johnny? Know, yeah, there Papa you Johnny. go. Papa Johnny. <laughs> Papa, Papa Johnny. Johnny. Papa Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Papa Johnny and Mama Candace were there, and their reactions to Dexter talking were absolutely hilarious. Incredible. I loved it. That whole wedding. And first WWE wedding to not end in disaster or betrayal. <laughs> Honestly, I think that was a discussion in um, the something. I can't remember. Oh, he had, yeah. he had the axe, too, in his jacket. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved that. School. I loved everything about it. I loved the wedding. It was great. Um, that leads me to my next point. Uh, since Samoa Joe vacated the title, I think that's the word I also was looking for in the beginning, vacated yeah. the title, we had a fatal four-way that turned into almost just a one-on-one, -on -one and then a triple... It, there was a lot happening on NXT. But... Kyle O'Reilly got attacked, no? Kyle O'Reilly got attacked... Um... During I can't I can't remember during which match I think the women's match. Um, he got attacked by Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland, so he was out. And then, um, the guy who like saved him. Um. Oh God, I for I forget what they're calling him now. But he got put in Kyle Riley's spot. And, like, LA Knight lost the first match of the night, so there was a lot happening. But Tommaso Ciampa is a two-time NXT champion now? Yeah. Him and Goldie are back. Yeah, my favorite NXT couple. After Index. Index. Johnny and Candace, Index, Ciampa, and Goldie. The top three. Top three. That's all you need. Thank God Hipster Kyle got removed. I know. Matt hates Hipster Kyle. Kyle Cassidy. I know some people are calling him that. Wow. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. No, I'm just saying. I thought some people were calling him that because like, when he first came out with like the jeans and stuff, people were pissed. Like, oh, I was. And I was like, he's just wearing fucking denim. Like, what? Is no one allowed to wear denim anymore without Apparently not. being called out? I'm 
Like, Orange Cassidy didn't invent denim. Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> or, like, the outfit of wearing, like, double denim, you know? Double denim. Denim on denim. Denim, denim, denim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he didn't invent it, so I wasn't I wasn't pissed, but a lot of people were. Like, a lot of people are just mad about everything. It's just an, it's just an outfit. It's, it, let's just talk about... Braun Brecker. Thank you, Justin. That's his name. Stupid name. Um, that's neither here nor there. But let's talk about the obsession for some reason with Hook on Twitter. Have Is you that seen- what that was? Okay, listen. This. <laughs> I'm too. I was too busy with the Suzuki incident. I don't Which- got time for Hook. So Hook happened before the Suzuki incident, which we will talk yeah. about in a second. Everyone is obsessed with Hook. Hook, if you don't know, is Taz's son. He's been on TV for a few months, kind of just like in Team Taz, but not doing anything. Like being a distraction. The mascot for Team Taz. Being a distraction, shit like that, yeah. Um, <laughs> Brain cat, Jesus. Um, so, when Taz decided to call out Punk, because Punk was, you know, being... He was... Th- the nice guy routine was bullshit kind of thing is what Taz was saying and yeah. Punk was like alright s- send send Hook, send Starks send Hobbs he said send Hook and the Twitter sphere fucking exploded people are obsessed with this kid, okay so do you remember when Aaliyah Mysterio was on TV? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing Except now it's Hook. His fans are calling themselves Hookers, apparently. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was a thing. Same shit, different kid. It's basically. Um, and like Kyle did. Hook versus Punk equals Rock versus Hogan. It's that shit. It's people are being like, oh, this is the feud we've been waiting to see. CM Punk versus Hook. And people are obsessed. Are they trolling or are they being serious? I think it's a combination of both. Okay, because I'm like... I think it's more so on the Trump like, side, but... I was gonna say, I'm like, Punk and Hook, that's not, that's like one of the last things I was expecting when Punk came back, but whatever. And it's like, as soon as this kid came on, people, like, thirsty, thirsty uh, people. Yeah, like, as, mm y'all, keep it in your pants, chill out, he's a child, chill. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was about to say I can't judge, but at least the guys I mark out over... Are at least older not kids, <laughs> not teenagers. Kenny just acts like a kid. Kenny's a man child, but that's neither here nor there. Dude signs his contract with a smiley face. Remember that's that? a mood. That is a mood. So I just, I just had to bring that up because as soon as he, like, laid his hands on Punk on Dynamite this past week. Fucking explosions! Everyone's like, "Oh my god, Punk versus Hook! Oh it's god. gonna happen!" Speaking it's gonna of the best punk, speaking of Punk, the poor guy went through the table that didn't even break. Yeah, I felt so bad. I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna ruin him before like his second match." Like that table did a heel turn on Punk. Oh my god! Yeah, was I was like, I watched it. I was like, "Oh, it didn't fucking break!" Oh, yeah. I'm like, poor Punk and. 
I'm like, I was watching him. I'm like, I'm not sure if he's really good at selling this or if he's an actual literal, like, agony. Could be both. I mean, he hasn't been put through a table in a minute, so. Yeah, so I'm like, he probably is, like, showing all the pain. And he's I say like, put through so- a table. Table didn't fucking break, like you said. Yeah. Like, so, like, pain. he's probably in pain. He's probably in massive pain, and he's probably showing it, but he's like, it's okay because they'll think I'm selling it. Yeah, I mean, Poor guy. I, I felt so bad for him. Like, oh, um, my God. Awful. Um, AEW made the Suzuki incident canon. Savannah, would you like to explain to the fans who don't know what exactly the Suzuki incident was? Yes. Okay, so when um, Suzuki had his match against Jon Moxley, mm-hmm. was it? It was at Dynamite, yeah. Cause, um, it was Rampage when Moxley came out to help Brian Pillman that same Friday. So yeah. it was Dynamite last week. And Suzuki came out first, and I'm bad at pronunciation, so I'm not going to say, I'm not even going to tr- attempt to say this, but there's this certain part in his theme song that, like, has to be played, like, you know, and he got cut off. I believe, and I believe, I'll butcher it, I don't care, uh, Kazi Ninari. Yeah, something like that. Something like, along I, those I'm lines. Not even, I'm not going to try and pronounce it, I know what it is, but I... I've, like, I've tried pronouncing it I'll just butcher it. It's fine. I don't try. Me, you, can but- you can butcher it. <laughs> you can butcher it. I won't. But, um, so he, his entrance got cut short because they, they, not immediately, immediately, but they started playing Wild Thing, you know, Moxley's entrance, and the new, the hardcore Suzuki followers absolutely were, they were devastated. They were pissed. They were, like, upset. Like, how could you do this? And, of course, the internet being the internet, more specifically the Twitter internet, yep. you know, Twitter is either really, really good and funny or just absolute toxic scum. This was the really good and funny part of Twitter that came out because they started taking the Suzuki incident, which was actual Suzuki hardcore fans being dead, like, seriously upset over Suzuki getting cut off so the internet took that and made it a freaking meme and they were saying oh my god this is like they did like you know a quote from like kenny about something like a quote that kenny has said about like the darkest time or whatever and like that's kenny omega on the suzuki incident i'm like oh my god this is i saw so many of those it was great i went and i i was like scrolling through all the freaking twitter i was like i was supposed to be working on an assignment that was due the next day like not like you know at midnight it was well into the next day that it was due but still i was trying to work on it and i was just so distracted because i was looking through this and i'm like oh my god this shit is hilarious so because like i don't know maybe for the hardcore fans it is a big deal but like it's not that deep like for example if jericho if they cut off judas while the fans are in the middle of singing i'm not gonna get mad and i'm not gonna express my devastation on twitter i'm just gonna be like look um, we're on a time crunch. We're live, pal. Yep. You know, show oh, goes on. They'll he'll, there's there'll be a next time. He'll be back. Which just, they they let it play this past week. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. He barely, just barely. It's because his intra- his entrance is so it's long. Really long. Just for him to enter the actual arena of people, it takes twenty. Takes, like, is he trying to fight Taker a for time. longest entrance? What the fuck's going on he, here? I think Cody's trying to do that more than... I don't want to talk about Cody Rhodes anymore. Oh, me neither. We're not talking about Cody Rhodes ever again. (laughs) Unless something happens. 
Um, Unless I have something to say about it. Exactly. What is the significance of this one part of Murder Grandpa's theme? Um, so it's kind it's of... It's just... Oh, well... It's, it's so, like, tra- not like tradition, but it's just a thing for him. Kind of like how it is a thing for Chris, for the people to sing Judas. They stop the music and then they sing the rest of the like, chorus for Judas. Um, Shinsuke. It's like that. Shinsuke's music. Like, before, so like, everyone just goes, uh, like they just go, they, they owe it the whole time. And then even when they stop, they do it. And yeah, so, like, it's, like, the, uh, that's why I brought up the Jericho thing. It's, like, the same level of significance, if you will. It's just, like, like it's just one of those that, whoa, take your in that. I know. I offended you. I'm so sorry. Take it as your favorite. I apologize. Um, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those songs where, like, you sing along. And that's the one part, apparently, everyone knows of Suzuki's song that they have to sing. And then if they don't, they get mad. I don't know, but we made we made it. The Suzuki incident made it on the show. I think it was kind. Of, again, I, I didn't think it was that deep, but I did appreciate the memes. It was really the memes funny. were the best so part. About thank it. you, for thank sure. you, Twitter. Um, <laughs> and then Twitter. finally, the last thing before, because this is already such a. This is gonna be one of the longer shows. I was, was gonna say, how are we still on news and rumors? I mean, we had a lot to talk about in the beginning. It's our first show back in a while, so this is gonna be true. one of the longer ones. We we promise they won't be this long always. Um, yeah. It was announced today, uh, that being Thursday the sixteenth, that at Crown Jewel, everyone's favorite pay per view. Um, to watch the highlights up. Barely even. Um, <laughs> okay. If it, you're very bored to watch the If you're lines. very bored. It's just... I don't even want to talk about Crown Jewel. But just, uh, Roman Reigns, shout out, will possibly defend the title if he wins it against Ballard Extreme Rules, which he's probably going to. And the fact that they announced that today, like, this match kind of pisses me off. Uh, he's going to take on Brock Lesnar, which we knew... Brock was gonna have a match at Crown Jewel. We knew. Um, that's one of the reasons Brock is back, because he's a big name. He was gonna have a match at, in Saudi. We've been new. But the fact that they're basically discrediting Demon Finn, Demon Balor. That's my problem. I'm like, don't, that's what just, just don't the most bring him back. This. You know what would be cool, which I know is not gonna happen? Because they're not like this, and they don't care about people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Is that if Balor actually wins, and then goes on to face Brock Lesnar, and then wins again? Because you know, last time Balor and Brock faced off, Balor wasn't the demon. True. And then he, and it was a really good match, and he lost. But like, it wasn't like a squash match. It was a pretty good. It was a good not match. squash match. So not imagine squash. trying to go up against the demon. But I mean, so here's the thing. They, um, they said on Twitter that if Roman doesn't have the title, this match is still going to happen regardless. Is what, like, oh. per WWE's Twitter account. Oh, wow. So this match is going to happen. <laughs> you said. <laughs> I saw I'm you sorry, down there. I just- I just want I just want Finn to win back the universal title. Well, even if Balor wins, it's still Brock versus Roman. Yeah, exactly. Um, which they need to like keep building the story with him 
and Paul because ugh, it's just so good. Okay, but Paul and a pole match shouldn't happen at Harlem. And okay, no, it shouldn't happen there. But like, Paul Heyman on a pole match, Paul Heyman in a shark cage, Paul Heyman on, on a pole and a shark cage. That needs to happen like on a big pay per view. Crown Jewel is not a Extreme big pay per view. I'm talking about one. <laughs> I'm talking about one of the big four. Okay. Uh, Mania, Survivor Series. Well, it's not gonna happen at Survivor the other Series because they're on the same Summer show. Summer Slam and Royal Rumble. I know, but still. The next one it would have it would have to happen at would be. Royal Rumble. That'd oh my cool. god, that's so far. I mean, it's September. I don't know. All right. Time goes by fast. Any more news and rumors so we can finally move on? <laughs> um. Well, we did just briefly mention that Adam Cole's all elite, so I just wanted to shout. I mean, yeah. He's here. Oh, and and hold on. Just okay. Super Click is gonna be back next week on Dynamite. I just I I had to. I was so excited. Super Click. I have my shirt. I should have worn it. You should have. Why Actually, it's the dream? dream Team. It's all four of them, so. Oh. I don't have Still, a super the... It's hot in here. I can't wear an I know, actual okay. t-shirt. <laughs> I, I know, it's hot in here, too. Um, yeah, Super Click, one of my favorite factions after the OG Elite. Not the Super Elite, but the Elite with Hangman, not Cody. Um, <laughs> not Cody. And um, the Hung Bucks. Which, speaking of, I miss Adam. I miss Eggman. Hopefully he'll be back. He'll probably be back at the Virginia show. The Virginia show's not until November. Is it? Yeah, it's no... So, here's the thing, though. Hold on, hold on. Here's the thing. This could be a rumor. So, I'm just saying. So, first of all, I think Hangman's gonna be back at the New York show because it's a big show. So, that's all I'm gonna say. Like the Grand Slam one next week. Yes, yes. Rampage that or that card is fucking st- both cards are fucking yes! stacked by the way. Rampage or Dynamite, he's gonna be back I think in New York, especially now that both now that Danielson, Cole, and Punk have all debuted, I think now they can bring Hangman back without worrying about oh shit they're gonna overshadow him. No, so I think we're on the clear now. I hope he comes back looking freaking jacked. He gains a little more muscle. I hope he does not change his hair, though. And I hope he doesn't change his music or his gear. But at least I hope kind of like, because I know with Cody, they made the biggest deal. Oh, my God, he gained 14 pounds of muscle. I'm like, okay, the first time, impressive. The first time they mentioned it, that was impressive. When they keep doing it, I'm like, stop. I get it. He gained 14 pounds of muscle. You can shut up about that now. So I hope that he comes back more jacked because he is a little, he is a little more lean, so to see him a little more jacked would be so freaking cool. But that's just me being a, that's just me daydreaming. <laughs> but, um, a rumor that I don't know if it's been started in the wrestling community, but I'll start it myself, is, um, the Virginia, so Full Gear was originally supposed to be the first weekend of November. That was like the 6th, 7th, 8th, kind of those days. But, it got moved to the weekend after, which is like the 13th or the 12th, and that, which just so happens to be right before Dynamite in Virginia. So Full Gear is gonna happen that weekend in November, and right that Wednesday, they're gonna be in Virginia. And of course, who's on the graphic when they announce that they're going to Virginia? Oh, I forgot to. I fuck every fucking time. Oh, I thought it's because I thought since you called me the Jericho, you weren't like it was kind of intentional, but so I didn't tell you anything. But um, it's okay. Um, I'm yeah, never gonna so, remember. 
Uh, I don't know Adams why. Family, or the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Oh, which speaking of, oh, wait, I think that's next. Never mind. Never mind. We're not on. So, yeah, we're not on BT yet. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the rumor that if it has not been started, I have officially started. Savannah starts rumors. You heard it here first, folks. Okay. <laughs> we. I, I gotta start moving on this. My God, I, we talked too much. Uh, today in wrestling, uh, women's wrestling history, Unforgiven, yes. 2007. This was uh, Candice Michelle taking on Beth Phoenix. She retained the women's championship. The Glamazon. Um. This was the only reign for Candice Michelle, um, which she held the title for 105 days. Beth would go on to have three title reigns and one reign with the Divas title. The original women's championship, the one that, like, Candice, Beth, Trish, Lita, all of them held, um, was retired, kind of, at slash unified with the Divas title in 2010. And then... downgrade of all time. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, oh, and then, at Mania 32, is when we saw the nice, shiny, red, uh... Raw women's I championship. To, I got to see that. I got to see Lita from the nosebleeds. <laughs> there you go. I'm, but you got to see Lita. That's why I liked time. going to WrestleMania because I'm like they they're gonna try and squeeze in as many people as they can, you know. 100. Which I mean, I I know some people get mad at that, but I'm like, hey, if you're there live, you can at least say, look, I've seen I've seen the Undertaker live, I've seen Shane O'Mac live, I've seen The Rock, I've seen you know all these people, you know, because I have, you know. I've seen because it's WrestleMania. Uh, Taker. Out of the three you said, I think I've seen Taker. I know oh, I've seen Taker. I, got... I don't know if I've seen and the other ones. I was pretty bummed, because, you know, I like Shawn Michaels. And I was like, oh, man, like, you know, what? I wish he could have been there. But he was there. He ended up showing up and kicking League of Nations ass. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that the Raw Women's Championship was re-debuted. The, well, the Raw Women's Championship was debuted at Mania 32. And the height then, of... Oh, go ahead. The height of the women. I was just gonna say the height of the women's evolution. Honestly, that's like uh, yeah, really where I think basically. And honestly, I think maybe some people might argue that the intercontinental title match, the ladder match, was the best match on the card. I think it was the women's match. I think Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha, and I don't like two of the three. I think they freaking killed it. I think they killed it in the. It was a gr- it was a great fucking match. I mean, no yeah. fans are about to bat it. And then that's when we also saw the uh, debut of the SmackDown women's title, which the first person to hold that is the current champion, Becky Lynch. Shout out to Becky Lynch. Shout out to Becky Lynch. Love that girl. We we really do. Um, Okay. I need need to wear my jacket one of these days. I need to bring my jacket on here, except I'm going to die because it's so hot. Maybe in the winter. Maybe when it gets colder, I'll wear it. Maybe we'll save that. Yeah. All right, Savannah, talk about um, being the elite BTE, if you will. What happened yes. on BTE I, that correlates with Dynamite this past week? Oh, my God. And this, like, this doesn't even have to do with pa- this past week. This is something I think, J- Katie, I, um, this called me a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I think we were the glue that was holding the Dark Order together because after we left, they just started falling apart. They are at each other's throats. Evil Uno is like on a, like a mad, like a mad mad with power. Yeah, he's mad with power. I know he's trying, I know the whole thing started with not helping Hangman when, you know, they wanted to. Only Stu 
Grayson and Evil Uno were the ones who were against helping Hangman out of respect for him. his wishes. Yeah, yeah, but everyone else didn't want to do that, and and then even it's starting to affect. It will, and not starting to, it has affected them so much so that Anna Jay is now back, and even then she hasn't been able to, I know she just got back, I'm not trying to discredit her, yeah. but she got back, and even like, oh look, she's back, you know, we're all one big happy family again, nope, that, not even that can bring them back together, um, I, so either we, us and Hangman were just the glue that held Dark we Order together, I so I'm we hoping that, I'm hoping that, like, he comes back and helps them, and he says, like, like, cause they all, they all love Hangman. They all love the respect. Like, the whole arguing and fighting started because of Hangman. I'm not saying this is yeah. well, it's not his fault, but it's unintentionally his fault. And it is for like the best of Hangman. Like, mm-hmm. Stu and Evil Uno wanted to respect his request, and the others just wanted to help him. So, in all, all together, it was for this Hangman's sake that they started arguing. Yeah. So, hopefully, if Hangman can come back soon, he can fix the Dark Order. Hopefully. So, but that's, but yeah, that's been happening, and it's kind of been showing on being the elite, not just this past episode, but like, recently, you know, yeah, even, didn't like Five and Evil Uno have a match on Dark? They did. They did. Yeah. So, that, even, so it's gone to that point, they're having matches against each other, and against each other now, you know, not as a team anymore, so it's getting bad, like, hey, man, you need to hurry up. Yeah, shit's, but, shit's um, going down in the Dark Order. But speaking of Hangman, good segue, um, speaking of, so when Adam Cole, he came back, he got resurrected, um, they had a little, like, little demon circle, and they started chanting shit, like, it's a seance, what do you mean, demon circle, what the fuck, it's a seance, he's the, whatever, he's the undead, it's a demon, okay, (laughs) honestly, I didn't, I couldn't remember the word, so I said demon circle, but yeah, thanks, for reminding me. <laughs> so yeah, no, but they started chanting dumb shit like Hakuna Matata and stuff, and they got mad at Kenny because it didn't work. But it actually did work. Adam Cole's back. That was one episode of Being the Elite, and I believe the next one, like the week after on Being the Elite, um, this past one. Yes. Um, Hangman was uh, not Hangman. Adam, the other Adam, was so happy to be back. You know, he's not a ghost anymore, and he's happy to be with his friends. And um, they were talking, him, the Bucks, and Kenny, the Dream Team, were um, talking about that. And so he was like, well, he's they're, they're trying to catch him up on things. They're like, oh, so you're telling me that, like, Cody hasn't been here in, like, forever. Oh, and, like, you know, this happened and this happened. And so they're catching him up on everything he's missed out on. Since he's been he's gone been for four ghost. years. He's been since dead. He's been a, yeah, he's been dead. Um, courtesy of Kenny, um, sure. which I'll get to in the moment. Um, he w- brought up Hangman. He's like, oh my god, I'm going to go find Hangman and let's go get a drink with him and stuff. And they're like, ooh, they're like, shit. Like, they were like, they didn't say what happened, but they're like, you know, Hangman's not here. They didn't say why. And they're like, they tried to switch the subject. They're like, don't get a drink, just drink this energy drink and be on your way and stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, so. Almost took a Monsters, which is the drink that he got poisoned with. But then he took a bang. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. yeah, that was a good little, like... I'll drink the poison for you, Adam. Don't worry. Aww. Except our Kenny won't poison you. Would never poison you. I would hope not. <laughs> like, you've met our Kenny, so shit, I, I would hope not. I have. Um, so, um, that being said, Adam has no idea 
what the hell's been going on between the elite, and he has no idea what the elite has done to Hangman, who's like his friend. You know, he wanted to go get a drink with him. He still loves Hangman. So I'm wondering if I know I said I wanted Adam Cole's ghost to go to Hangman and help him bring back. That didn't happen, but I'm still I'm there's still some hope for the Adams family because um, that's what I call the third tag. That is our tag team. The Adam. They're they are the Adams. So I'm hoping and thinking that because of that, Adam will, will Adam Cole will slowly start figuring out and putting the puzzle pieces together, and soon either the elite kicks him out or he turns on the elite, goes with Hangman Adam Page, the other Adam, and they go up against the elite together. Cause it's, and I, I can kind of see that happening only because Hangman is so over with the crowd, and guess who else is very over with the crowd? That's right. And even, even, even so, like to like, as proof, if you will, his past match on Dynamite they were booing Frankie Kazarian out of the building. When they do the punches like back and forth and they yep. boo and cheer, they were booing Frankie Kazarian, the same guy they were cheering a couple weeks ago for trying to like beat up the elite. Yep. They were booing him. They turned their backs on him. So Adam Cole is very over with the crowd. Adam I can Cole's a goddamn see... star. Yeah, so I can kind of see them turning him face kind of like as soon as they can. I see, but to... I don't think they will. Because I, I, I get it because of, like, you know, he just reunited with the Elite, but I can kind of see because, you know, they, they're, I, they're, they're probably going to try. I think they attempted to try and, you know, get the crowd against him when he called out Tony Schiavone for being Britt's friend. Yeah. But it didn't work. No, so I wonder, I wonder if they are, again, they could, I could be wrong. But they could be trying to turn it like the crowd against him because you know he's a heel. You're supposed to you're supposed to boo the heels. You're supposed like, to boo the, the heels, but like Adam gone, Cole has been a heel ninety percent of his career and gets cheered eighty five percent of that time. So there's a chance that he could go with Adam and the Adams. There's still a chance. I don't know how big of a chance, but the a fact possibility. That there's still a chance. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of good with that. So that's pretty much. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I know this is already so fucking long, but just one more thing. It's because I know we've talked about Kenny, and he's kind of going to that dark place in his mind. Mm -hmm. Even more so, he started slowly talking about how, oh, how am I going to make sure that I'm still more over than Adam Cole and stuff. So I'm like, he's probably plotting another murder of Adam Cole. Probably, but like, and they're trying to tell him, no, Ken, you can't do that. The bugs are trying to tell him, no, you can't do that, Ken. You remember, we just brought him back. He's your friend. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's my friend. But then also, Kenny, at the same time, he's trying to make sure he can be better than Adam and tries to make sure, like, Adam doesn't get in his way. And mm-hmm. he's like, if he stays in his lane, I'll stay in mine. He's saying shit like that. He's being very suspicious, or sus, as people like to say nowadays, but suspicious. So I'm thinking, holy shit, Kenny is kind of really hinting, especially with the black hair now, which is already starting to fade. I'm like, you dyed that shit again, Kenny. Like, you're you're going back to that dark place. You need the, the hair needs to be dark. Okay, let's go, Kenneth. Come on now. So yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, it's getting there, especially after Dynamite when he finally didn't let Don Callis talk for him. 
-hmm. He took the mic and he finally spoke for himself. And Don didn't really like the decision when he accepted Brian Danielson's challenge. Don didn't look so happy, so well, I think- Well, fuck that carny piece of oh, shit. No, I know. First of all, Brian, thank you so much for just speaking on my behalf to also, Don Callis. Also, before I let you continue, the amount of times yeah. the word shit was said on Dynamite this past week. Astronomical. Was, and I loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, he's been basically hinting at murdering Adam Cole again, and he definitely is going back to that dark place. And just, um, this didn't happen on Mean the Elite, but since we're quickly on the slight topic of Adam Cole, okay. Christian Cage, oh my god, I'm like, Christian Cage had no chill, he called him the devel- he called NXT developmental, which I honestly don't agree with, because NXT is better than both Raw and SmackDown, so that's the only part I was like, no Christian, you're wrong, but, um, he called, he called basically Adam coming from the land of developmental, he- said since you're used to losing wednesday night wars i'll face you on friday i'm like shit christian i'm like chill christian the fuck out dude i was i was just like damn at the same I, was time, like, I was like oh, please don't i was but like, like same time, i was like keep going yeah i was like ouch i'm like i don't really even watch nxc and that hurt my feelings christian cage was on fire i loved that and like he was he, i just i just loved that how it was it was a good it was a good promo yeah, for sure. I just wanted to sprinkle in and give Christian his flowers because it give, was about out of cold. So, yeah, I'm like um, that was really good. I was, I was, I was really impressed. I was like, shit, Christian, fucking chill. <laughs> Adam Cole is gonna destroy the elite. Yeah, I think Adam's gonna destroy the elite from the inside. The Yay! Adams. Good. We'll do it together. <laughs> it uh, is a little oh, bittersweet though, because oh. you know I love the elite. I uh, yeah, I mean. If he destroys the elite, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> if it means we get a small taste of New Japan, Kenny, I guess I'll accept it. <laughs> I mean, I'll be fine with it regardless because just let Adam shine. All right, Adam Cole, baby. <sighs> now this is the part where I can speed through. Okay. Uh, dark elevation. And I can relax a bit. Yeah. Now you can take a chill for a sec. I got this. <clears throat> okay. Dark elevation. Uh, Daniel Garcia defeated Lee Moriarty, who is now all you need. He signed a contract. Uh, Jade Cargill defeated Shauna Reed. Uh, TayJ, the team of Anna Jay and Tayganti, defeated Ella Shea and Jay Lee. Frankie Kazarian defeated Ren Jones. Nyla Rose defeated Sky Blue, who was in, uh, who's from Chicago, who is in the Casino Battle Royal. I think Stop pe it, <laughs> people want her to be signed. Uh, as of right now, I don't think she is. Um, Emi Sakura defeated Queen Aminata. Penelope Ford defeated Lena Lennox. And Botcher and Bland, aka Butcher and Blade, defeated <laughs> two people. Who came up with who that? Uh, <sighs> um, oh god. It was either RN, Young Kings, or Matt. <laughs> I can't remember kinda... who came up with it first. Botcher and Blood. Um, that's because they're boring. And the fact that they're... Also, little tangent, little pissed off. Ooh. How the fuck are you gonna have Botcher and Bland, who... Botcher just oh. came back. How are you gonna have them be the ones to challenge the Lucha Bros? 
my dudes, the new and uh, I almost said NXT, the new <laughs> AEW Tag Team Champions. It was Young Kings. Thank you. Um, how are you gonna have them face the Lich Bros for the titles on Rampage? That doesn't make any fucking sense. If and you're going with your ranking system, I'm gonna say that just goes against the entire. It goes against system. everything about your entire ranking system. Like where. Where do you get off putting this team who wasn't even on the top five? It, listen, I get it for, like, Rampage or whatever. I, I don't give a fuck. Just yeah. have them face Butcher, each other without the titles. Butcher and Blade... I almost fell. Butcher and Blade do not deserve a title shot when Butcher just fucking came back. No. For sure. Especially not for the titles. Fuck no. Get that shit out of here. There are other tag teams in the top five that you could have had that with, excluding Santana and Ortiz, because I want that match at the next pay-per-view, because that match is going to fucking slap. That is true. But, yeah, I, I when you mentioned that, I was like, I know what she's talking about, because I was like, I was like, really? The Pissed. doc tried to tell us, the, tra- the doc tried to tell us the, about the ranking system and how it's bullshit. It is bullshit. I'm mad. Which is why. Ah, my first rant. I missed it. Alright, that's enough for Elevation. Dark. Uh, legit Layla Hirsch defeated uh, Killian King. I don't know if I actually pronounce her name right anymore, but I'm just gonna say it like that. Uh, Anna Jay defeated Ashley uh, DM Boyce? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce these names. Um, 2.0 defeated Eric and Andrew Lockhart. Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta, the not best friends. Defeated TH2 and George All. Uh, they should have been the ones who got that tag team title match. The not best friends. If anything, if anything, just anyone. Give the people what they want. Anything but fucking Butcher and Blade. Any. Sean Spears defeated Cash. I, I don't know. Um, Jade Cargill defeated Angelica Risk. Fuego got his first win in AEW against uh, Mysterious Movado. What a name. And, of course, Botter and Bland beat Hunter Knott and Rosario Grillo. So well, they, that's why they, they got the title yeah, match. <laughs> which, they won two fucking matches. Back-to-back, basically. And you give them... A, I can't. I can't. I, we're just gonna move on, because I'm not... Yeah. Hmm, this show's yeah, already long idea. enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I know. Mm. God. Wrestlers of the week. Now, Savannah, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, uh, you're gonna start with your men, your woman, or your tag team. Um, I'll start with the women. Woman, okay. Who's your woman? Um, well, I know I tried to not keep it, like, previous to the prior week, but I can kind while. of say... Yeah, but I'm also kind of cheating. But um, my pick is the number one contender for the AEW Women's Championship match. I don't know when that championship is happening. Uh, it's next the week. Next... Okay, I was like, I think it is next week. At Grand but Slam. Miss, the newly all elite Miss Ruby Soho, the runaway, um, she not only debuted at All Out as the Joker, she True. won. She True. had, she won, didn't she win her debut match? Like, the week that Dynamite after, if I'm correct? Yes. Or did she have a match? 
Like, all I know is that she's on a good winning streak and she won her match, right? She's the one who won for yeah. um, her team against, with Chris Statlander and Riho against um, the Doc and Rebel, not Reba, Rebel and, and Jamie. Um, and Jamie Hayter. Poor Rebel is the one, of course, who was going to get pinned, but. Of course. But it couldn't be the Doc or Jamie Hayter, so. Okay, it wasn't going to be Brit, hell no. So yeah, so Ruby's on a good roll. She's already being more utilized and like treated as the way she should have been treated in the WWE. And I know Britt kind of made a comment at her about that. She's like, oh, you've been spending like the last four years in catering and shit where you belong. I was like, yeah, Britt, calm the fuck down. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, boy, did Ruby prove her wrong on Rampage that night, that Friday night, at least the Friday after, so. She's got she's got a good streak going, and I'm glad that you know she's back and she's happy and apparently according to like I don't think it was wrestling WNO, um I don't think it was them who said it but I know um some article said that like Ruby was a fan of AEW before even joining that she would actually watch it as someone who was signed with the WWE she was like she was an AEW fan. So I'm like, well, now you're working where you somewhere that you liked, you know. So good for her. That's my pick. Honestly, um, little side note before I say my picks, because I have two women, um, because okay. I'm cheating already. Did you know that Rebel Reba, whatever you want to call her, she was in Impact, like a wrestler. Really? Movie? Yeah. I looked her. I looked that up I the other day. I just thought she was a cheerleader. She was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. She apparently like. When I looked it up, uh, she was a part of the, I believe, the Dollhouse faction in Impact, or TNA at the time. Yeah, like, Dang. she can actually wrestle. I'm not saying she could, it's just, I, I only knew her as the cheerleader. That's okay. Oh, God. But I just, I just wanted to bring that up, because I found that out recently, so. That is a fun fact. I, I like fun facts. What can I say? Uh, so my women, plural. N. Women women's is um because of their match on dynamite i'm going with uh jade cargill and legit layla hirsch that match was great um yeah match fantastic layla for only being i believe 410 411 she's very she's very tiny um yeah she took on camille at nwa empower that match slapped her match with Jade, pretty fucking good. I like that they're, they've been putting a lot of stock into Layla. I mean, obviously they've been putting stock into Jade because she built different, like, that, yeah. that's a, that's a woman right there. That's a bad, that's a bad bitch. <laughs> and she is that bitch. And she's definitely improved in the ring, which is something she needed to do. And so I like that instead of just having matches on Dark and Dark Elevation like she has been, they're starting to put her back on Dynamite where she belongs because she is a star and they need to, to include more women on the yeah. main well, show I know, in the first place. I obviously, like, I could see why they didn't do this to Jade considering, like, you know, the way she is. It's Jade Cargill. But it would have been nice to see Layla because she's from New Jersey. And that's where they were in Dynamite. So it would have been nice to see her win. And I guess, like, it's... It, I got over it, but it did bother me just a little 
that like for example like you know with um rampage and dynamite with the first one was they was in pittsburgh they had Britt baker on the graphic and stuff they had they were promoting brit and then you know when you know i just mentioned the hangman graphics for virginia yeah and they have they have mjf on the graphics for new york i just kind of wish they did that for Layla, like no matter how big or small the talent is, like yeah, maybe she's not as popular as you know Britt Baker, but like you know she's the she's the hometown girl, you know she's from New Jersey, you know you could put her on the graphic, you know it won't take much, you know, what you don't think she's gonna like bring in the ticket sales or something? Like come on, like it does. I don't think, and I think this isn't just for Layla, but for anyone really. If you're from the area, you know if there's no one else from there. Like if the one of the big stars isn't from there, then you know put put some like put like you know other talent. You know they if you have talent from there, promote them. You know, I like I mean I'm, they did it with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. in Cincinnati and Mox, obviously. Yeah, I mean Mox but like, mainly, yeah. but like well, like because like for example, for Florida, they're going back to Florida. I think they're going to like Tampa or something. They're gonna. Do a few they have Dar- they're, they have Darby Allen on the graphic. The dude's from Washington. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some talent in AEW that's from Florida. Like, I know Chris Jericho, he's not, he's not, like, from Florida. He's obviously from Winnipeg, but he lives in Florida. He's from Winnipeg. <laughs> and I know, <laughs> Winnipeg, you idiot. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I know they put Kenny Omega on one of the graphics when they announced that they're going back to Florida, which I, if you want to use the fact that he does live in Florida, I mean, sure. But again, like, I'm pretty sure there's people from Florida that you can put on there, you know? I'm just looking up, um, if anyone is from Florida in AEW. There's gotta be someone, or at least, like, like, maybe Uh, not, like, the un- Jade Cargill. Is from Vera there Beach. you, there you go. Well, she was born there. Or, she resides in Georgia, though. So they'll probably play it off like, of Atlanta. Cause did, or like Adam Cole, baby. Mel, he's yeah. He's now obviously maybe they'll change it because he's you know, from he's, he's from Panama do. City. Motherfuckers from fucking Punxsutawney, but whatever. He's from. They PA. say Panama City though. <laughs> they say Panama City when he enters. So Panama City, wink, wink. Yeah. I know maybe you're from wink, Pennsylvania. Maybe. Adam. Maybe he can be maybe he can be winking like this, like <laughs> in the graphic, like totally from Florida. But yeah, like totally from Florida. But they put like nothing against Darby. I fucking love Darby. But I guess maybe it's because they aren't they're too afraid to go to the freaking west side of the states that they'll probably never get to Washington anytime soon. So yeah, sorry Darby, you're not gonna be a hometown man anytime soon. Oh darn. Oh darn. Um <laughs> I know, I know. I looked up, um, because I was trying to find like some good like shots from AEW to put on the um thumbnail, which at the uh, when this goes up I'll have a thumbnail made. At this current point in time I do not have a thumbnail made. That's for later. That's for that's for that's for Katie's later. I know you want I know you want a I know you want a women a woman. A uh, woman on the picture. I know you want a women's. <laughs> a women's, yeah. I uh, can well, find I, you a I picture. Ha- I have a few. Um, I just need to, like, I want to, like, change how I make the thumbnails, so I want to, like, just play around with that. That'll be a later issue. I don't work tomorrow either, so. That'll be, that'll be doing with the rest of the night. Um, okay, so we did the women's, women's, if you will. Women's. Um, Do you want to do the male or the tag team? Let's do male, just so we can do tag team last. Go ahead. 
Um, so there was actually a lot of things to, you know, I wanted just because of Christian Cage's promo, I kind of considered him. And I was like, shit, Christian. I'm like, you were in my feelings and I don't watch NXT. But now I was like, no, okay, it's not going to be Christian. Yeah, you do. It's but, really good. but then, like, Brian Danielson, he called out Kenny Omega, still wasn't him. So I was like, okay. But my pick is Mr. Resurrected Ghost himself. Adam Cole, baby, because he won his debut match. He's so over with the crowd. Um, he made a post that says one and no, so yes, he is undefeated right now. So he's got it going good. And, you know, um, I can't wait to see what, you know, he, not what he has to offer, because I know what he has to offer. You know, I've yeah. seen all of his big ass matches. What he has to offer in AEW. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, there was actually a lot of people I, like, the men I had trouble with because I didn't know who to choose. But I ended up going with Adam Cole. That's, baby. Cause, that's fair. Because Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's the reason. And, and then he challenged Christian Cage. Oh, yeah, he's the reason why Super Click getting back together because Christian Cage and Jurassic Express are going to go up against Super Click on Rampage, the Super Show Rampage. And that's the Grand Christian Slam. Grand Slam. That's like not the Super Show. That's something else. That's a <laughs> but, that's um, a different company. <laughs> yeah, but like um, that's that, and that's when Christian did the whole calling him developmental talent and saying that you're used to losing Wednesday Night War. So that's I'll when he beat popped you on, off. I'll, I'll beat you on Friday, and I was like, ouch! That, yeah, that, that hurt, shit burned me. This stung just a little bit, but like, yeah. gotta love Christian. Shout out to Christian for killing it ever since coming back. Big shout out. Vegas Vegas is in the West. I'm still working on that. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can. We're going to Vegas. Ow. Vegas. Okay. Fourth of July weekend. Money in the bank. Let's fucking go. I'm not gonna get into this. Let's move on. <laughs> I want Milwaukee to go through and destroy all one hundred seventy three factions in AW one. Okay, no no no. I first he needs to take care of Cody and beat his bitch ass again. Milwaukee. I'm so mad that Cody was back. I was like, yay, he's back. Nobody cares about Cody Rhodes. And I don't want you to pop off because the show's already long enough. No, no, I won't. I, <laughs> no, I won't pop off, but I'm just saying, like, it's so weird, like, how the internet, maybe it's just, it is the west side of the United States, and Cody's the reason why they don't go. Because I see the internet, I see the tweets, I see the comments on Instagram. It seems like no one gives a shit about Cody, but then when this dude comes out, they couldn't be more, like, rejoiced to see him. I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. Either only the east side of the United States likes Cody and the west side doesn't, or they just hide behind their words on the screen and then they cheer for him when he comes out. I don't That's know, the but... first faction, is the Nightmare Family. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd actually be okay with a... He's actually he's slowly doing Malachi. that, though. I almost said Malaki because he keeps putting <laughs> it like that. Malachi. I'd be alright with Malachi. Um, destroying every faction. And end with the elite funeral actually kind of interesting. Um, okay. <laughs> Alright. Mine. I could have went with Adam Cole. I could have. Yeah, and I honestly thought you were. I, I would have had this moment not happened. Um, yeah. I gotta go Big E. Yeah. He That's, was gonna be mine, but like, again, I didn't want to do repeats. I mean, this this was such a big moment, so I would have been, been like, fuck it, whatever. Like, we'll... Yeah. Will both pick Big E. Um, 
I just it it was such a good moment and like Xavier Woods and Kofi hauling ass to get to the ring to celebrate with him the pop he got yes it would have been bigger if it was a surprise but but it was still mean like it still was it very built good. anticipation through the entire night of all right when this match happens shit's going down yeah that's true we're gonna get this it was very reminiscent of i mean that was a surprise but when ziggler cashed in on del rio back in the day uh, making my family watch these beautiful ladies here. Oh, thanks, Justin. Um, but no, it was it was the pop was very reminiscent of when Ziggler cashed in on Del Rio, and won. Yeah, because that pop, oh my god! Like I still get like goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, that was one of the best cash-ins, especially reaction-wise. One of the best cash-ins because Ziggler I was think, over at the time. I'm gonna say at least positive reaction because Seth Rollins best Heist Seth Rollins century. best reaction but in the most negative way everyone was pissed that Seth Cashin even me because again I was a big Ambrose fan so I was I was livid I was like really I was but more yeah. so just like oh my god he's cashing in at Mania what the fuck is this was yeah so cool. I was like I, I didn't think it was real I'm like it is not gonna happen like they're just trying to they're trying to mess with us no it happened it did happen uh, but yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with my boy Biggie, because this man fucking earned it, and the love and support he got from everybody in the wrestling community. Yeah, not just WWE. That also <laughs> brings me to something I forgot to mention in the news and rumors. Okay, do you remember when oh. I briefly talked about the Faye Jackson trial on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> There's gonna be a part two <laughs> because this. This lady, she's a hoot. I'm telling you, this whole story is incredible. So the first time um, when Biggie won the case, she tweeted that if Biggie won, she would send a nude or like share a nude on Twitter. She specified a nude. She didn't say her nude. So like that's how her lawyer, uh, Big Swole, won her the case. Yeah. This time, <laughs> um, she tweeted. That um, if Biggie wins, she will give him her virginity. <laughs> so, um, everyone was just like responding to the tweet, be like, don't put yourself through this. What are you doing? So, Biggie won. And now, uh, Swole sent, was like putting gifts up, being like, alright, back to work. Like, better call Swole season two. Like, let's go. Yeah. It's this, so there will be a Faye Jackson trial part two. But the, talking about Biggie, I completely forgot. Uh, I hope I'm not doing anything when that space drops because uh, it's gonna be incredible. All right, sorry, tag teams. <laughs> no, it's okay. My tag team is kind of like I kind of well, kind of cheated, and this was probably the hardest one I had like choosing. But, um, again, I'm cheating, but I'm going with the newlyweds themselves. I'm going with Index. I mean, I'm considering it. I'm like, That's it's a tag, a tag team. team. That's they're, a tag they're, team. They're, and now they're, they're officially a tag team. But they were officiated by Beth Phoenix. It's gotta be real. It's 100% real. <laughs> yeah, probably Index's biggest supporter, Beth Phoenix. So, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm like, I was so happy. I loved the wedding. I thought it was so cute. Their wedding pictures were so cute. I loved it. With, Mom, with Mama Candace's little belly and stuff. I thought it was so They're cute. having a boy, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my god, that should have been in the news, Katie. News and rumors. I'm so, I, there was a lot today. Yeah, I know, I know. There's I a lot know. going on. But yeah, they're having a little, they're Johnny Wrestling, Johnny, <laughs> JWJ, Johnny Wrestling Jr. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, so yeah. So proud of y'all. Thank you, Bama. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Index. I have index. two tag teams because I like cheating. Um, one, I'm gonna keep keep the tradition alive. So, if you recall, one of the first episodes we did, Reek got mad at me because I didn't pick Team Ninja as my tag team of the week. So any, yeah. I'm making it a running thing now. Anytime they're on screen, whether they win or lose, if they're in a match, I will have them be one of my tag teams of the week. Aww. Just just to have a running gag on the show now. And, like, plus, their match against, I believe they're calling themselves Toxic Attraction, which is the team of Mandy Rose, uh, JC Jane, uh, and, uh, Priscilla Gigi. Kelly. Gigi Dolan. Yeah, Just, I was like, Gigi something. God, it was, it was so difficult to, to figure that out. Um, but, yeah, that match, and then Saray was there as well. But, like, the original match, very good. How do you feel about Mandy's look? I know that's kind of, there's two sides to it. I like it. I liked it too. I'm like, she looks like a badass. I think she looks better as a brunette. Is she, listen, Mandy Rose is a blonde. Mandy Rose is a brunette. Yeah, like, I think. Listen, uh, listen. Mandy Rose is beautiful, but now she's a brunette, and I like brunettes. <laughs> what can I say? Um, the other tag team, who actually won their match, and this might come as a surprise, I'm going FTR. I was, I was considering them too, but I decided not to. So, <laughs> FT like... FTR, uh, have been killing it, continue to kill it. Yeah, despite Cash's injury. Ex ex exactly what I was going to say, despite Cash literally doing, like, Gashing his it's arm, probably, hitting, like, like a that big. Um, almost bled out during a match and coming back from that and they've just been on a uh, quote unquote rampage uh, <laughs> since coming back from all of that and yeah. it's just been so I like I don't really I'm not a big fan of Tully but it makes sense because the pinnacle is like a thing still like, the inner circle is a thing still. Like, they're not really, I was gonna say, but... I'm gonna say, I'm like, Santana and Ortiz are doing their own thing. Obviously, Chris and Hager are doing their own thing. Sammy's doing his own thing with Fuego and stuff. They've been pretty divided. And then the Pinnacle, MJF's doing his own thing. Sean Spears is doing his own thing. And then is doing their own thing. So it's like... Oh, and MJ, yeah, MJF's with Wardlow, obviously. MJF, it seems like we're having, like, a ongoing feud with... MJF and Brian Pillman, so that's a one-on-one -on -one thing, you know, the pinnacle has nothing to do with that. Which, I've, I'm sensing and, like, they've been teasing it and, like, dropping hints, Wardlow's gonna turn on MJF. Yeah. Oh, Can't I wait. think it's gonna happen. It should've it's happened too... this past week. Yeah, if not the week prior. Sure. Telling Wardlow to go stand in the fucking corner and look pretty. He does look pretty, but how fucking dare you, Maxwell? Kind of 
name is Maxwell. Get your ass out of here. My jerk friend. <laughs> uh, mid, mid J F as uh, Brian tried to get over. I liked that one. That was fun. Um, yeah. So FDR and uh, Team Ninja, shout out. Alright, I, I have to pull up my phone for the question of the week because I didn't write it down. Um, question of the week. Because we're doing these again. Because it's, it's, been, it's been a while. God, this is such been. a long episode. Oh well. How long is it? Uh, we're probably going to hit an hour and a half. Oh shit. Okay, I thought this was going to be a little To be long. fair, I, I think we're entertaining. If people are listening this far, thank you. <laughs> I know, right? They must be so bored on a Thursday. That's, that's why we're here. Um, so this comes from Daniel, right? Yes. Uh, D underscore King 0389 on Instagram and Twitter, right? I believe it's Instagram, but I think his Twitter is in his bio or something. So if not, uh, I can... I, if he's, not, he's done a question before, so I can just go back and look. Yeah. He's my good friend from Ireland. Yes. I wasn't is, trying to do an accent, by the way. I was not I trying know. to attempt an accent. You're doing he sounds like... Good. He sounds like Finn. That's I don't know if he likes so that I don't think I don't know if he likes me saying that, but he sounds like Ben Balor. <laughs> uh his like, question which I I like. Um do you think on-screen wrestling would benefit from no social media? What do you think? Or do you want me to go first? Um no, I I'll, I'll go first and I'll try and keep it brief. But um I honestly think so. I I know it's been talked about many times how kayfabe is pretty much dead because of social media. I know, like, for example, like, when Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman were absolutely, like, at each other's throats on screen, off screen, pictures of them were being leaked hanging out together, you know, on the outside. Pictures being leaked sounds so bad, but I I mean it. Like, I'm pretty sure those weren't intended for them to be, like, shared. Yeah. But someone probably saw them, took a picture, and then sent it out. So, and even Chris Jericho, he said this in a, I don't, I'm not sure how many of his books, but there's five of them. So I'm going to say it. I know in the first one, for sure, he says that um, back then, you know, before the age of technology, wrestling was a lot more real than, you know, than people, you know, truly believed, if that makes sense. Because like, there was no dirt sheets to leak rumors. There was no dirt sheets to spoil anything. Dirt. You had you found things out as they happened. So yeah. you, a debut, um, someone getting released, someone losing a title. You know, it's it was all you know. You had to see it. You know, and now mm-hmm. spoilers can be found accidentally online. You know, yeah. and I know he talked about like how. Um, when he first met one of his favorite wrestlers that was supposed to like not apparently I forgot who it was I'll have to go back and read it he's mentioned it in like two of his books but like he went up to him he's apparently this wrestler he met like in the ring doesn't speak a word of English but when he went up to him to ask him for his autograph he straight up told him to fuck off (laughs) and he was a kid (laughs) poor Chris but yeah so and he felt that's when he kind of found out about kayfabe not being that yeah all real and he's i think he said like how his world world was like crushed because now we're living in a time where 
you know, it's, yeah, spoilers, they come, and yeah, we get upset about them, but it's very normalized to get spoilers or to have shit spoiled for you. Back then, it was a very, it was like culture shock almost, like, holy, like, what? Yeah. So I think it, and it kind of, and I know some people like to compare things back then, you know, oh, well, back then this, well, first of all, this is the future, so calm down, you know, you've got to evolve or be held back, but, um, the fact that, like, back then there was no technology yeah. it just kept that sense of realism that wrestling fans felt you know mm -hmm. and i think because of social media that's really changed that it's really really changed that so you think it would benefit without social media? yeah for sure it would keep the sense of realism i think but at the same time it does feel a little like refreshing if you will or relieving like that for example like the young bucks as much like if there wasn't social media back then i would have truly believed that they're the biggest assholes on planet earth <laughs> when in reality they're not you know i had a like yeah exactly like just this past week i had a covid scare my mm -hmm. sister tested positive and i was scared i was gonna have it again i remember the last time i had it i was so freaking scared and i remember i Nick Jackson had reached out to me last time I had COVID because he talked about when he had COVID. So I just DM'd him and he got back to me. I was like, what the fuck? And he was very sweet. And I'm like, you know, that's, you know, he's a heel. So like, because, you know, without technology, I wouldn't have known that he would have been sympathetic towards things like that. Yeah. But like, you know, so I guess like, I think it could benefit, but it's also very relieving that, like, you know, you do have social media to see that these people are actually not all that bad. Yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate. Okay. I'm not, and again, I'm, this isn't, like, a whole heartfelt thing. Like, I didn't really... Yeah, so... Not that deep. I think social media is good for wrestling. Let me explain why. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> this might give me shit. I don't even care. Um... I just, I, it's not that deep. Like, I, I, it's, it's not that it's something not, I firmly it's believe not. in. It's, I mean, but it's people, people overreact about a bunch of stuff. So this is, yeah. this is what I think. So think about um, when Ooh. Becky and Rhonda would go at it on Twitter. That's true. That. That was a big thing that happened. I guess um, I didn't think about, like, how they use it to further feud, because I guess the way I see it exactly. is, like, or I saw it was, like, they just use it, like, for the outside, you know? The outside looking in. It's, it's, like, you can use it to benefit not only yourself, but yeah, I don't know. your feuds, your character development, um... I don't know. I'm so mad at myself for not thinking of this. It's... Like it's okay. No, no, no. But, but you wanna know why? The fucking young bucks do this shit with their bio every single day, and I know this because I always go. The only reason why I go on Twitter frequently is to check their bio. So why didn't I think of this? Yeah, that's another thing. The young bucks and their bio. Um, new bio. <laughs> new bio. Um, there's just um. Well, even okay, so social media. You, I'm I'm counting YouTube as a social media. Up, up, down, down. Yeah, it is. Up if without up, up, down, down, we wouldn't get to see, uh, the hashtag to party. Um, rest in peace. But I, that shit made me cry. It <laughs> made me a little, made me a little emotional. Um, I like you wouldn't get to see Austin Creed being 
Austin Creed, not Xavier Woods. You wouldn't get to see him just playing video games with a bunch of people who you wouldn't think are like these chill people. Like you yeah, wouldn't know, you wouldn't know AJ Styles of all people was a big gamer or Seth Rollins. Like you wouldn't get to know this out this little bit of information and like see these like real interactions with people without social media. So I yeah. think I mean yeah there wouldn't be these fake okay I shouldn't say fake these so-called okay. reporters pumping out information reporters a hundred percent in quotations you wouldn't have these reporters pumping out false information to try and get a reaction out of people but at the same time because of social media that's when we saw all of the people who have released during the pandemic it has its it has its pros and pros and cons exactly like, i'm not against it i'm not saying because again i use social media for wrestling all the time I mean, but yeah, I have, I just, I have I a dedicated Instagram and a dedicated Twitter to wrestling alone, like, because I don't want to bother other like, people. Without, without social media, wrestling social media, I wouldn't have met you. Exactly, and that's <laughs> and another thing. Just... Like, it brings people together. Like, Savannah and I wouldn't be friends. I wouldn't be friends this with any... Wouldn't... I wouldn't have a fucking podcast. Like, none of this would happen without social media in the wrestling world. So, personally speaking, I think social media is good for wrestling. Now, yeah, and I'm not it, saying that it wasn't. I just think it. No, I I know, and like that's that's like I played off of you. Like you yeah, said, it was right. beneficial to not have social media. I think it is, and we both agree for both points. Like there's there's okay. good points to both sides. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, like like would I have loved to see AJ Styles debut without seeing all the damn rumors that he was going to? Absolutely, and that's the but thing. But I was still happy rumors. to see him. I was so happy to see him. That's why. That's why it, I do. That's why I call it news and rumors. Here's the here's the thing. It's because I know a lot of people found out who AJ was because of the WWE, and I'm not trying to like you know insult you for that. But like, um, I, I will say that it was really like the CM Punk and Brian Danielson thing, where they pretty much everyone but the actual source being. WWE confirmed, like, or not confirmed, but said, like, AJ's going to WWE, he's going to debut in the Rumble, this and that. So, it was like that, but with AJ going to the WWE, it was like Punk and Danielson going to AEW. Like, everyone was talking about it. It was pretty obvious, but it's the moment was still, as you could tell by the crowd reaction, was yeah, still, that's... dare I say, phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god. And that's the thing, like, you... Like, you, you, there'll be these teases of things that are going to happen or, like, matches being announced and stuff like that. Not all the not all the time they come true. Uh, yeah. Like, rumors. That is the key word with this, is rumors. And I have something in my eye. Ow. Tears. Uh, t- not tears tonight. No, not today. Not today. A few days ago, yes. But, like, today, no. Oh. It's fine. That's that's the, the mental health thing I was talking about earlier. That's why you gotta talk to people, guys. Um, <laughs> like, we wouldn't... Like, yeah, these rumors... Like, they come to fruition sometimes. We all thought Adam Cole was going to the main roster. And he had this million-dollar contract with Vince. That was as in... a manager. And then he was coming up as a manager. And a bunch of bullshit like this. Side note, fuck Dave Meltzer. Anyways. Uh, back to where we started programming. Like, stuff like that. It was all rumors. It was all just 
hearsay. Yeah. But then you get stuff that is real, like Punk and Danielson going to AEW. Yeah. Or, again, like, like I said before, like, they'll put these matches on social media that they'll say yeah. will happen, and a lot of the times I they just don't. Wish, I wish it was just, like, obviously, beggars get Joe's, but it can't, I just wish it was only used for, like, the good parts. Because, like, for example, um, I know, like, it might be even frustrating for, like, the wrestlers, and what I mean by that is, like, for example, the, I believe AEW is trying to, like, really, like, attempt to keep the name dynamite on the down low they weren't trying to announce it as dynamite just yet when they first were getting started yeah but they just said oh we're having a show it's gonna come on wednesdays on starting this day and you know with direct tv or like dish and stuff you can go and you can go to the channel and you can skip ahead like many days i don't know how many but you can skip ahead to see what's gonna be on and someone did that and they saw that the AEW show was going to be dynamite and they mm-hmm. took a picture of that and they leaked it online and i get and again obviously if they were if they didn't want people to know or if they did want people to know they probably would have announced it right then and there yeah. but the fact that they didn't share that the name was going to be dynamite like at that moment obviously they probably wanted to keep it a little bit secretive a little more but you know people had to like go do their digging and shit and like another example is of like why like you know, uh, the whole, um, I won't get too into it, but like the whole Sasha Banks and Sammy Guevara incident, like the fact that fans can be so toxic that they had to dig up somebody's past, something that I'm pretty sure they regretted or didn't even remember just because of a stupid, like joking comment, Yeah. like things like that. It's like, why? It just like, that's where like, again, back to the pros and cons. It's definitely one of the biggest cons, like the toxicity. Yeah. Of I mean, how serious these fans take things. Yeah, fans take things way too fucking seriously first. The Sasha fans. Sasha stands. Um, Sasha stands and Jay White stands. We're not getting into that right now. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll leave it at this. Um, You can't have the good without the bad. Social media is In any case. In any case. And social media, yes, it can be a very good thing for wrestling, for the wrestling community, like the, for the wrestlers like the themselves. Like the Suzuki incident. Like the Suzuki incident, where we got memes on memes, or the people falling in love with Hook for some reason. That's the, that's the bad part. No, no, people thirsting over Aaliyah when she's barely 19, and th- that's not here or there. I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into that again. I had a nice rant on that a few months ago. Um, so, yeah, without the good, like, there would be no good without the bad. Social media happens to be one of those things where there is good and there is bad. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I've come to accept that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sadly we have to, but yeah. I wouldn't have met you. Or else you're just gonna be like, or else you'll just be a little snowflake who gets offended over every little word. Oh my god. But I won't get into that. <laughs> we're not getting into, that is not the show, not the time or the place, and we're already running long. So, Savannah, yeah. uh, let the people know where they can follow you. Um, on Instagram and on Le Twitter, as Chris calls it, <laughs> at Y2Garcia with an underscore. If there's no underscore, it is not me. It is. It is on the screen if you are watching this on the YouTube channel. If you are not watching this, don't forget the underscore. Don't forget the underscore. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter, only Twitter, because I use that more, at KDRasslin13. 
You need to post more on Instagram. I listen. I have shirts that are coming from Purposing Tees. They should be here next okay, week. Okay. Okay. Well, let me let me ask you this: Where are the Adam Cole picks? The Bullet Club Adam Cole picks. I've been waiting for those since like after Bullet Club Day when you ordered it. Listen. Um, Did you do a golden? Hey, have you even done ones with a golden bug shirt? Katie! I'm slacking, I know, I'm sorry! I haven't, in all fairness, I also haven't really been posting on, um, my other Instagram as well, so that's that's, that's just me. Um, thanks, Matt. Uh, great show for us back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, only on Twitter, because, don't follow me on Instagram. Katie Raslin 13 uh, W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N, no G-13, um, in my bio on Twitter, I have the link tree for uh, the SheLeet Showcase, which is our Twitch, which if you are watching live, thank you, which is twitch.tv slash SheLeet Showcase. Our YouTube, there is no, like, youtube.com slash SheLeet because we need numbers. So if, you ha- if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe. Because pretty please. Uh, we would love and appreciate that. Like, you should follow the Twitch if you're watching this on Twitch or just... Yeah. Search How Sheely about? Showcase on Twitch. Oh, okay. No, I am following now. That's <laughs> insane. You better be so. I, I know. I would have been fired. Um, and also, I have the Anchor link, which is the audio platform we are going to be using for the show. So that is all in the link tree in my bio. Sheely Showcase. Again, thank you to um, Heel Tactics for making yeah. our music, which is the intro and the outro, because. I'm lazy and don't want to make a yeah. new outro. Well, actually, on the contrary, hang on. Because I wanted to say this before we stop recording, because this has to make it into the recording, okay? okay? Okay. That Katie deserves all the fan flowers in the world because she's the one. I've been in school. I've been fucking useless, okay? So Katie's okay. been the one who put the the link tree together. She's the one who put all this together. All I did was make the logo, and even then, you, this was the logo, you know, when we were, you know, before this. So she's put all this together. She made the Twitch. She made the YouTube. She made the link tree. She made the logos for her show, the other, sh- the collab show. Like, she's been doing all of this, and she deserves literally all the credit. I'm literally just the co-host. <laughs> so yeah, this is all because of Katie. This is this. She's been taking care of everything while I've just been a college student. <laughs> so yeah, Katie, you deserve all the flowers because. This literally would have not even happened if it weren't for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, everyone, give everyone spam flowers on the comment section of this chat or on YouTube after you go subscribe. There you go. Spam the flowers. Um, flowers and ghosts, because Katie is the ghost. I am. I am Adam Cole. I am a ghost. Well, I mean, well, since he's not a ghost anymore, what do we call? I'm him? still. It's. It's still good. He's still a ghost. Um. <laughs> And Just for WWE now. <laughs> exactly. Um, my interview, my first interview, um, Inside the Mind of, um, with our advocate, uh, Reek Havoc, who didn't show up for the show, but he's, he's a busy, busy he's a busy man, he's a busy man. Um, <laughs> I, we should tell him that I went on another long-ass Cody Rhodes rant. And then he'll go I back. mean, he'll he'll listen to this, so it's okay. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I don't doubt him. <laughs> um, he's a good advocate. He's a very good advocate. We appreciate him, and that's also the yeah. reason I interviewed him first because he has been uh, my advocate first, and then obviously yours later down the line. 
only took a Cody Rhodes roast. <laughs> um, they only took a Cody Rhodes roast, but that's fine. Uh, so that will be out Monday. What is Monday? Date the tw- the twentieth. That's that's when my shirts are supposed to come. So that will be out Monday. Also, how, sorry, I'm just thinking. How is September almost over? I don't even know, bro. I have. But no that means idea. Halloween's coming. Yes. Spooky. Will we do a Halloween episode? I know it's Halloween's on Sunday. We'll, so we'll like have a Halloween do... episode. Don't worry. Okay, I'll talk about this after we're done. Yeah, after, after we're done recording. Um, so that'll be out Monday the 20th. Uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, talk. Uh, it's interviewers and podcasters getting interviewed, basically. So you get to learn a little bit more about Reek and his podcasting journey and stuff like that. And <laughs> a um, little taste of what's next my second interview will be with uh the one and the only matt ritter the man the myth the legend the man the myth the legend matt that's ritter. that's how you need to introduce him there oh i go. i got an intro for matt Whoa. oh yeah i'm getting really good at intros by the way so <laughs> it's just not mine no, i'm just kidding i love my intros i love my oh, intros i'm just kidding oh damn <laughs> okay on that, Christian Cage moment. <laughs> no, rude. Thank you guys so much. If you stayed this long, thank you so much. It's almost two I know. hours. It's a bit. It's oh, a long sh- one. Yeah, it's it, it's fine. Well, we're back. That's why. We're back, bitches. Let's go. Oh my god, we're back again. Hell yeah, that's a perfect way to end that, it. All right. That should be the title. Oh my god, we're back again. Or guess who's back? Back again. I'll play around with the she title. Lead, she leads back. Friend. That's what it is. That's exactly what the title's gonna be. <laughs> Alright. Okay. For Y2 Garcia Savannah, I am Katie Kinsey K Bay. This has been Chili Showcase, and we will see you guys later. Bye bye.